0: on spiritual gifts or you were reading the scripture and it popped up? Anybody? Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I want you to go visit the website this week and we're going to put a whole bunch of verses on there that have to do with spiritual gifts. Now, spiritual gifts is an interesting thing. So if you're in your Bible, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 and we just want to, we're just going to start on this a little bit today and then we'll, 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 uh, we'll keep going over the next couple of weeks. Spiritual gifts. 1 Corinthians 12 1. Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, and he's talking about these supernatural uh, manifestations in people and through people. And he's talking to a new b- group of believers that he's teaching them. He's showing them some things, all right? In fact, he, he does this in Romans, he does it in Ephesians, and he does in 1 Corinthians here. And it's talking all about these different supernatural things. And so he says in 1 Corinthians 12, 1, he says, now about spiritual gifts, brothers, now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant, or in other words, uninformed. How many of you do not want to be ignorant? Just say amen, right? How many of you know that we're, there's a, there's a I mean, we talk about a gap between knowledge and trust, that's true, but how many of you know knowledge is a good thing, right? Like being aware of things and being informed. And one of the things I feel like God is doing in us is he wants to inform us and bring us out of a certain spiritual ignorance into an understanding of what it means to function in the body in a supernatural way. Because we talk about supernatural a lot around here, right? But spiritual gifts actually puts it on clothing with it. It actually gives us something to work with. It gives us some tools and things that actually are inside of us. And so a a definition of spiritual gifts... uh, would be something like this. Uh, A spiritual gift is a special attribute given by the Holy Spirit to every, everybody say every, every member of the body of Christ. Just go ahead and turn to your right, look at them. Turn to your left, look at them. And then just say this, y'all got one. Y'all got one, at least one, (laughs) right? By the Holy Spirit given to every member of the body of Christ according to God's grace. And then it says, to build and edify the body as a whole. Spiritual gifts are given to us to make us strong, to make us healthy, to make us uh, insightful and revelatory and, and an encouragement to each other. The words that are used in regards to spiritual, spiritual gifts and the body of Christ are edify, build up, you know, to encourage. It's all these powerful words, <laughs> Have you ever done something and you took a chance on something and it was new to you and somebody came up and said, man, that was amazing, you did awesome, right? How good does that feel? Can I tell you something? I'm going to go ahead and share this. Uh, This morning on the worship team, uh, we had two people that were doing something for the very first time right? So Sydney had never played keyboard bef- on worship before, and that was her first time. She's played keyboards, obviously, before, but first time worship, right? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and then our, our guest Julie was, this is, our, well, her husband Dan, he's from, these two guys are from GCC. Some of you remember them. They were up here a couple months ago, I think. Go ahead and just stand. Say hi to everybody. We'll get back to you in a second. <laughs> but uh, we, uh Ted, our uh, electric guitar guy, is friends with Dan and asked him to come up and play. So he came up, brought his lovely wife Julie with him. And then Julie was here during worship. And you know what we said? We, we're just back there. And I asked Dan, I said, does, does Julie do worship? And he's like, uh, not, not really. And she sings, but never on a team before. Do you know this was her first time singing on a worship team? Was this morning? <laughs> I know. It was pretty awesome. You see... How many of you get the sense that God knows what he's doing? Right? He knows what he's doing. He's really smart. And more often than not, we limit ourselves by our own insecurities or somebody speaking bad into us versus what God thinks about us. How many songs did we sing today about I'm a child of God, I am chosen, I'm not forsaken, he's he's after me, he's for me, right? Right? And I don't know how God put that all together, but he did, and I think he's trying to let us know something. You are important. You are amazing. God hasn't forgotten about you, and it doesn't matter what you've ever done in your past, right? God is putting together some people, and he, and spiritual gifts is a way that God gives us supernatural things to edify and build up and encourage. I'd encourage you as we finish up today, I'm going to encourage you to do this. Find two or three people and speak life into them. Just, on a, just in a regular way. Just, in fact, go ahead and look around the room and pretend like you're looking at people, but they, you know, don't let them know you're looking at them. You know, you do this whole thing. And then let God just highlight somebody for you right now. Because God wants us to be in the body in a healthy and encouraged and powerful way. Does he not? Right. And so, one of the things that I believe God has does with spiritual gifts is He says, "Listen, I want to give you these supernatural giftings, and I want you to use them to not only you know reach your world, which that we'll get to that in a couple of weeks, but I want them to be used to build each other up, to encourage and to edify." And uh, let me just give you a list. These are some of the different ones found in Scripture, and we'll we'll get to we'll get to a little more of these in detail later, but. Uh, Prophecy, service, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership, mercy, compassion, healing, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, wisdom, knowledge, faith, helps. Now, these are things like, okay, let me make sure we get this straight. God wants us all to have faith, but he gives certain people the gift of faith. Like, just crazy faith, right? Right? He wants us all to give, like we talked about today. But some people, he says, listen, instead of paying 10% tithes and keeping 90%, he says, listen, I want you to give 90% and keep 10 <laughs> right? So it's this spiritual gift of giving, right? So a lot of these that we see, they're for all of us, but they're special gifts that God also gives. Faith. We all supposed to have faith, right? But God has helps. Administration. Hospitality. Intercession. Miracles, the discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, voluntary poverty, martyrdom, exorcism, intercession, and celibacy. <laughs> I can't tell you how much of my life I prayed against the spiritual gift of celibacy. Like I didn't, I didn't want God to. I didn't get married till I was thirty-five, so I was like, "God, come on, don't do this to me." You know. <laughs> but he uh, he gave that gift to some of my friends instead, so that was great. So, in First Corinthians twelve seven, it says this: A spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means of helping the entire church. Spiritual gifts are given to help the whole church. <laughs> Anybody want a healthy church? Yeah, don't, isn't that really our, uh, one of our main goals? Oh, man. Again, I'm walking a time in my life that I've never walked before, 53 and getting better looking every year. I've never done that before. This is a whole new thing for me. (laughs) But being a father of four kids, two of them are teenagers and two in their preteens, you know. right? Like, I've never done that before. And I hope I'm doing it well. I'm sure I'm not getting it perfect, but yeah, that's why I got no hair and it's all gray. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sandy. All right. <laughs> but but you know, I'm walking this out, but the more and more I'm saying, God, I need you to help me help them. Right? And do you realize that spiritual gifts are we all of us are really the the, the core prayer beneath it is God. Help me understand who I am so I can help other people. Right? (laughs) I think that has a very significant and eternal tone to it, doesn't it? Like destiny, legacy. What if the prophetic word, let's say, you give to someone actually is the thing that turns their life around? What if the spiritual gift of helps that you have, you poured into somebody that was at a point in their life where they were about to give up, and you helped them, and they saw the love of God and were encouraged, right? What if giving, you know, what if you gave to someone? Yesterday, we uh, were at Walmart as we are as we're prone to do on Saturdays. I don't know what that is about Walmart and Saturdays. But we ended up there with the girls. They wanted to do some baking. And we were next to uh, uh, an elderly man. And Susie says to me, she says, Daddy, maybe we should pay for all his groceries. I'm like, okay. So I turned over. And it, it didn't work out. He was already checking out and put, uh, put his card in and he was on his way. But I thought, how fun is it that my 12 year old is saying, Hey, dad, let's give away a bunch of our money and bless other people? Right? In other words, I said to her, I said, Susie, that is so awesome that you're listening to Holy Spirit like that. Because it's a spiritual world that we live in, let's be honest, right? The spiritual gifts, do you know that in some of the commentaries and some of the people that write about this, you know, it says, "Don't be ignorant of, about spiritual gifts." I don't want you to be ignorant, but it, but many people believe it's not really spiritual gifts. He says, "I don't want you to be ignorant about being spiritual." Just period. The gifts is just part of it, but what he really wants for us is just just function in the spirit. Listen to his voice. So we're coming out of out of out of Walmart. And you know how it is now. There's a lot of people uh, that have little signs, you know, homeless and begging for food and, you know, money and stuff. And it's pouring rain. Yesterday, were you guys out at all? Man, oh, the rain, my word. And so we're out. It's pouring rain. Here's this lady standing out in the rain with no raincoat or nothing. And she's got the little sign, homeless, can you help? And we're pulling up. And immediately I feel like Holy Spirit says, you should give her some money. I don't know what her situation. I don't care if she's being real or not real or anything. I don't know. But I do know this. My daughter's listening to the Holy Spirit. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit as we're walking, as we're coming out. We, We give her some money right out the window. And I felt like God was just saying, listen, be spiritual. It's not just the gifts. It's just be spiritual. Listen, there are things that I'm gifting you with that I want you to use to bless and encourage and build up other people. How many of you just raise your hand and say, I'm in. I'm totally in on this. I actually want to function exactly how God created me to be. And over the next couple of weeks, we're gonna do that. And uh, uh So as we close today, I wanna ask Julie to come. I'd asked her to do this earlier and and uh and service just kind of went a different direction. But I asked her if uh, she had a prophetic word for us, and she does. So we're going to close today. I'm going to let her use her spiritual gift to bless us today.
1: Thanks. During worship, I just kept hearing the word Selah. And I, feel like, I feel like this church, I feel like this body is in a Selah season, like a time to just pause and reflect A time to pause and give thanks. Because so much good has come. There's still so much good here. There's still so much good in our world, in your world, in your home, in your circumstances. And it's really easy to look at all the bad stuff. Because it just, it likes to be bright and shiny. But it's nowhere near as bright and shiny as the Lord and the things that he is doing in our lives So this is the time of year when we ramp up and it's all parties and it's all events and it's shopping and it's going out into the craziness. Walmart on a Saturday, I don't know what you're thinking. My husband looked at me and he's like, yeah, she won't do that. I'm like, no, I won't. I will not do that. I will not do that. Um, But I think that being a supernatural people, we get to be countercultural sometimes sometimes. And taking the time to pay attention what the Lord is saying to you, personally, individually. And it may be just sitting in your car for a couple minutes before you go into that store. And really connecting with that place where you feel the Lord. You know the Lord is there with you. And then you go. Because if we're supernatural people, you are supernatural people. I feel it. I feel it when I walk in this building. I feel it when I look around the room. You are a, su- a supernatural person. Do you believe that? Can you say that? I am supernatural. Now say it again like you mean it. Yeah, I am supernatural. I'm crazy supernatural. I am freaking supernatural. <laughs> what that means is my connection with the Lord is so strong that He just loves to fit me like a glove and let's go play. Let's go do something. So, um, so the word I just kept feeling very strongly is "Sela." Just pause, pause, and reflect. And um, and it might even be the. Did you know that a nap can be really holy? I sometimes call it sloking. It's like sleeping and soaking. But in that nap time, the Lord can download so much to you. He can download entire books to you in that time. So, what does a Selah look like for you? What does a Selah moment in the midst of craziness when the world is ramping up look like for you personally? spiritually, emotionally? What does it look like for this body of people if we pause in the presence of God before we enter into something? If we pause in the presence of God and let him fill us, let him consume us, touch into that deep fire that's within us before we move into the next thing or before we move out of the thing that we're in. We say amen and we dig in, right? forks in hand, you're getting the food, getting it in. What if we were to say amen and then just pause and savor? So I just want to challenge you to think about that for you personally and how that may reflect on other people. And the other thing I just felt strongly from the Lord is um, you have what you need inside of you. And you come here to share your light with other people. Not to come and receive because you're lacking. You are full to overflowing. And this body coming together, you marry together all the goodness that's inside of you. Steve was saying that you had (laughs) buckets that fell from (laughs) through the roof. 15, did you say? 15 buckets? To catch, you had 15 buckets catching the rain around here. I think that's a prophetic picture because you have a room full of buckets who have caught the rain for a long time and you guys are overflowing so where are you going to spill it out to? Spill it out. We were blessed to come in and get some of the splash today but we came in to you. You guys get to go out and splash others so it's an honor for us to be here.
0: That's what I was thinking. Alleluia. Thanks, Julie. Hallelujah. So, let's do those two things real quick. Let's just close our eyes. And say la the word she was using, some of you may not be familiar with it. It's just pause in his presence. So, we do that right now, Lord. We're just going to pause. Hear what you have to say. And open our hearts and our minds, our bodies to everything you have for us right now. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just with your eyes closed, your heads down just for a second. How many of you find it hard to be quiet sometimes? Like this morning right now, was your mind racing a little bit? Was it running off to what am I having for lunch or whatever? So here's what I want to just, I feel like God gave me a word while I was pausing and my mind was starting to, to go and, you know, get busy. Uh, I had two things. Number one, I felt like God said that I want to encourage you to practice pausing. Right? How many of you know that whatever we do on a, in a concerted effort and we do it purposefully, we actually get better at? So if our minds are racing all the time, whenever we're quiet, you know, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Like there's a, the intimacy really requires that we pause. So I just want to encourage you, practice pausing this week. Might be five minutes before you go into the, into work or something, you know, just turn off the engine, turn off the radio, turn off the podcast, turn off the noise, and just pause. <laughs> And then try this, right? Just feel like God was is saying even now, like you know, we, it'd be really easy for the leadership and I, and I, you know, to get all oh, five thousand dollars. Oh, he's gonna turn, lock the doors or whatever. You know, I just feel like God is like, I totally got this. Just. You know, to tell your kids, chill, just chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just pause. Just take a second. Reflect. I got this one covered. right? So that's, that was one of them. And then the other one was just this sense of of, uh, of walking in the spirit. The pausing is good, but being spiritual Turn everything, even a secular Christmas music song, (laughs) have yourself a merry little Christmas, turn that into something spiritual. God loves doing that. Hey, if he can redeem us from the pit and all of our nastiness and put Jesus on us and bring us in and turn us into something new, how many know that he can do that in any situation (laughs) whatsoever? Anybody say amen with me? Uh, Why don't we stand this morning as we get going and um as we close, I'm just going to commission you. I'm going to bless you as you go. Um, I do want to encourage you, uh, Chris and Pat are our ministers today to pray with people. And so if you, you need a word of prophecy or you need a, uh, a healing in your body or some need, uh, they're going to come and, and just find them and let them pray over you. We've got some oil if you want to be anointed with oil. We'll do that for you. I'm sure even Julie, uh, maybe she can have prophetic word. If you're interested, track her down. She would love to do that, I'm sure. But uh, hallelujah. All right, go ahead and lift your hands one more time. Lord, we thank you today that you have blessed us, that you have allowed us to come into your presence. Thank you, Lord, that we've gotten a chance to lift up your name and to glorify you, to be reminded once again, God, that we are your children, that we are sons and daughters, and that we belong to you. And nobody can get us get that from us. Nobody can take that away from us. And even in fact, if we were to wander this this week, God, and even this week, if there's people we know that are not connected to you, there is no shadow, no mountain, no wall, and no lie that is going to keep us or them from you and your love. You Just thank him for that right now. <laughs> just in your own words, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you're the hound of heaven, that you come after us and you do not give up. And then now, Lord, I just bless your people as we walk from this place. Teach us to be pausing people, people of the pause, (laughs) Selah people, Lord, God, that learn how to pause throughout our day and throughout our week, God, just to allow you to speak and allow you to pour your life into us. Hallelujah. And I just bless us in that, Lord, as we go. In Jesus' name. All God's people said. Amen. Now, as you go, remember we had you look around and find some people? Go bless some people. Tell them how good looking they are. Tell them what you sense in their spirit. Whatever it is that God has your words to bless someone today. Do that before you go. Amen. Amen.